Captain's Log Supplemental. Fascinating. Ice out. Live long and prosper. But it's a mystery. I don't like mysteries. Give me a bellyache and I got a beauty right now. Four phases locked and ready to fire, sir. In the hands of an adolescent. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. You guys ready? I think so. Yes. I think so. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. You good? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna talk about some Star Trek. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? We're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about some Star Trek. Come on, do it. Now? Do it now? Do it now? We're doing it live. Do it now. Oh hey. Hey. What's going on, everybody? We are your neighborhood village idiots. Welcome back to another episode of Trekking Poetic, a Trek Rospective. <laughs> Big boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what is in this water? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it is a complex uh, space oh. uh, hybrid thing that causes you to feel like you're insanely drunk and makes you act completely out of control. Damn, and Vito. you'll know that when you hear a rattlesnake rattle its tail. Then you'll know that you're infected. No. Or it seems like you got some sticky thing on your hand. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? You got wipe your spooge hand all over McCoy, <laughs> man. Come on. <laughs> Meg is getting nasty with that thing. Anyway, Damn it, Megan. I'm a doctor, not a just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a jizzrag. Well, we need to market that slogan. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Holy shit. <laughs> Anyway, this is Geek and Poetic Podcast. <laughs> We're back here for another week where we talk about uh, we talk about Star Trek. <laughs> more or less, more or less, we talk about Star Trek. Way we get there. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. On the other end of the hall, king of the mall, we have Mister Vito Marchese. And then uh, <laughs> we've got old uh, Jizzlobber over here. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, it's just she's getting getting jiggy with it over there with with McCoy. Yeah, yeah. We have none other than <laughs> Megan Guess. Yep. Yeah, that's that's who she is. Boy, oh boy, leave him alone. <laughs> Hasn't he suffered enough? Yeah, <laughs> quit stroking your bones. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I suppose it's appropriate that we're we're talking about like um, inappropriate things since the uh, the name of the episode is the Naked, naked time. time. That's true. Even though nobody gets naked in this episode, well, no. you're like stripped down naked. I know. Emotionally. Well, Sulu gets half naked. Yeah, that's sure, for sure. 
is. Run around, running around all sweaty and greased up with no shirt on and a sword. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> the way Spock looked in that black shirt in the beginning, I, I think he needed his shirt off. The way oh, that boy. looks, uh, some prime real estate right there. She was all skulking for some Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's, that's rich, man. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh. As we said, man, oh. every episode of this just degenerates more and more. We're only five episodes We're in. We're only five episodes in, man. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm sure just about anybody who's watching this probably already knows <laughs> or you figured it out, but we are going through every episode of Star Trek. We started with the pilot, Cage, then we went through Man Trap, Charlie X, where no man has gone before, and now we are at one of the better, at least, if not best. <laughs> so far, yeah. One of the better episodes of... Uh, Definitely one of the best ones of at least the first season, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, which is the Naked Time, uh, a pretty pretty famous episode, a very infamous episode for a whole bunch of reasons. A lot a lot of um, to me, this is the episode where Trek kind of took off. It's like when the the you know, it's like the ball was kind of rolling. Just kind of slowly rolling along, you know, from the cage through blah, 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 blah. No man has gone before. Yeah, all right. But I feel like this was when, like, all of a sudden, like, it started picking up steam, you know, because. This one hooked yeah. Yeah, I think this hooked a lot of people for a bunch of different reasons. Hooked Vito. Sure did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we usually talk about it more at the end of the episode, but we could bring it up right now. It's your favorite, right? Yeah, so far, this one was awesome, yeah. and for a lot of reasons. Like, it was funny and goofy, but, like, a lot of the scientific technical stuff was really fucking cool in this mm-hmm. one, man. Intense. Yeah. yeah. They introduced all sorts of stuff in it, like, well, like we're saying, one thing that got introduced was... The Vulcan nerve pinch. Yeah. Yeah, and why did he do that? Um, He was originally supposed to hit somebody over the head, and instead, he's like, well... Spock isn't going to do that. That's very unrefined of him. So he created the Vulcan nerve mm. pinch. And that's nice. the first time it showed up on on film. Nice. And it's cool that it's like something that was created so kind of... Off the cuff. Yeah, you know. I mean, now everybody knows about the Vulcan nerve pinch. I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a a gag and a part of pop culture, you know, kind of thing, the Vulcan nerve pinch. And everybody, you'd go up and you'd do that. and yeah, Everybody's going to know what it is. <laughs> You know, they've spoofed it in Kevin space Smith balls. movies and Spaceball, all sorts of things, you know. They've they've made a thing about that. And it was just something that simply because Bach or, or Nimoy mm-hmm. felt that Spock clubbing a bitch over the head was just kind of bunk. You know? Yeah, it was just like, come on, man, this is, you know. But that's the thing. Like, well, let me even amend a little bit of what I said to be a little bit more specific. Not only is this the episode where I think Star Trek really kind of took off and everything and started to become more defined, but the character of Mr. Spock absolutely became more defined because 
first of all, with that whole thing. Plus, mm-hmm. there's the whole factor of that whole nervous breakdown he has. Right. Struggling with his emotions and all that stuff. And that's another one where he had them change it from what the script was. Because mm-hmm. he was supposed to like be out in a hallway and like some other people were like in the hallway with him. And he's like, no, Spock is not going to have his breakdown in front of other people. So he's like, put me in a room by myself. Give me a bunch of words like mother and love and math and stuff like that. And I'll have my breakdown like that. But That's I have cool. to do it alone. And then they came up with the idea of the um, the camera circling him. So mm, it made it right. more surreal. Right. Like it was a very tricky shot to yeah, do yeah. back then, I guess. But that really made it even that more impactful. And um, he said his fan mail skyrocketed after I'm that. I'm sure. And it's cool that he like, I don't know, well, maybe he cared about the character that much so far that he put that input and told the writers, no, that he shouldn't do that. I know this character well enough by now that he should do it this way or whatever. Right. You know? And isn't that interesting? Yeah, I mean, the fact that it was so early in the life of the character, but already Nimoy was like, no, I know who this guy is. is. Yeah. I know who this guy is. And, it, you know, to me, it's a testament to how fucking awesome Leonard Nimoy was, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, people can... You know, the problem with these actors like Nimoy, Shatner, all that, you know, they become um, not in any way. I wouldn't say they're a joke at all, but they become so almost a caricature to people and Mm -hmm. they become sort of where, you know, even like, you know, especially like with Shatner, people like to joke and riff on Shatner because of his acting style and stuff. But it's like, I don't think people give these guys enough credit for what they put into those characters and and how much of themselves like so much of who captain kirk was and how he was was not on the page that came from bill shatner Mm -hmm. you know spock obviously like we said Mm -hmm. that came from nimoy man right i mean you know sure you know roddenberry had some direction there and Mm -hmm. everything but yeah, I give those guys a lot of credit because they made these characters iconic. Ha- yeah, iconic and have so much more depth than right. everything to them. So, anyway, basically, this episode. So, this episode is basically about getting ludicrously space drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and what goes wrong? Mm. You know, it's kind of like a bad frat party. <laughs> You know, like on a sh- out in space where somebody brought like tainted moonshine <laughs> and like people just start acting the fool, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So, I mean, basically, it's they, they, the water, isn't it? The water gets the infected. Water. The water, um, because this is a complex chain of molecules that affect like alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I was, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like getting water. space drunk. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's something in the water. I love when they get to the planet and they've got those like bio suits on or whatever. Yeah. And Spock's like, don't take your suit off and expose yourself to the atmosphere. And Fucking Riley really goes and starts <laughs> picking his nose and shit. Like, Dude, what are you... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not... Those suits were pretty funny, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love those suits. Yeah. <laughs> and then zoom in on Nimoy where he goes, Captain... It's like something we've never seen before, and they just like zoom in on him like randomly. Yeah, I don't get the zooms. Yeah, the zooms and the extreme close-ups 
on this series, dude. What the fuck, man? We need to we need to when we're filming some of our things. <laughs> we need to remember that. We need to like make a thing out of that. Yeah. And like, they have like the the eye light like where it just goes like it's just an eye <laughs> Just to tip your nose. Like what are you Why would you do that shot? Just like, just like the corner of your mouth right. while you're talking. Yeah. I cannot believe what we're about to see. And it's just like it's just like it's this just your part. Mouth. And then it's like you could be talking to me like Oh my god! And then it zooms into your <laughs> ear. <laughs> oh man, we're doing that. Yeah, yeah, we should totally do that. But um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, also, I just want to bring it up while it's on my on my mind now. You know, it's it's a cool concept and so cool of a concept for this episode that they revisit it in next gen. Which wasn't that good. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't like the next gen one, except because that's another weird one because Data has emotions and stuff, which he's not supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like Spock did. Right, you right. Know, it's kind of a pretty funny correlation there, but fucking Data hooks up with Tasha Yar. Oh, that's a very infamous uh, scene there. It's awesome. <laughs> that's the one he's where got he tells big her. big smile on his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's her know that he's uh, anatomically correct. Anatomically correct, and he's tra- isn't he like programmed in multiple forms yeah. of pleasure yeah. and whatnot. She's looking at him like, "Holy shit, living, walking, talking dildo." It's a real sex doll. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. It's like I bet he can even like vibrate. <laughs> Seriously, Dude, that positronic matrix will get it going, bro. Think about it. <laughs> think about that i mean why couldn't he i mean he's a robot i'm sure they had some function in him that it could just like got that vibrating leg you know so just make sure you don't have his off switch that's under his rib cage because that might be bad you know if right. he's stuck inside you and he's off and i can't get him Oof. off Oof. <laughs> anyway Hey, we warned you at the top oh, of this one, folks. This is this is going to be a raunchy one, <laughs> but dialing it back a little bit. Um, Just a tad. This episode also was supposed to be a two-parter. Mm-hmm. They were originally going to make this like a cliffhanger at the end where they go back in time and stuff, and instead they decided, nah, let's just wrap this one up for now, but then we're going to tie into it, and it was... Uh, an episode that was later in the first season. It was tomorrow is yesterday. yesterday. I like that one. I like that shit. That's yeah, I haven't one. seen that one yet. So they oh, really? kind of do the do they like acknowledge the time travel aspect? Yes, thing? Okay. it gets into that. Yeah, I think it was. I think that's the first one. Then when they when they get into the time travel thing, and then that just really that becomes a thing. <laughs> They're constantly traveling in time and wreaking havoc and history and everything and. Fucking shit yeah. up. <laughs> Not that we know anything about time travel. <laughs> Not a thing. No. Ding. <laughs> I to add a little little link there because hint, hint. <laughs> the March uh, podcast topic is on time travel. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, uh, getting back real quick to the the whole thing about iconic scenes and development and stuff of course one of the main things when the first thing when you talk about naked time even more than spock and Mm -hmm. all that stuff is everybody thinks about sulu sulu with the with the sword and everything 
And then you were telling me that uh, before that the whole thing with Sulu was that they originally kind of stereotypically they wanted him to do like a samurai samurai kind right, of thing. Right. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. No, because he wasn't. I, I remember hear, hearing him talk about this before. Because wasn't he kind of taking advantage of like a little personal fantasy with this? Because mm-hmm. he was really into like the Three Musketeers, right? Yeah. Uh, not Sulu, but George Takai mm-hmm. was into the Three yeah, Musketeers and, and was just like, "Let me, yeah, I do really this. want to do this. <laughs> you know, let me show this off." Because I mean, and I get it. I mean, it sucks, but to be fair, it's like especially back then. It's not like he was George Takai was not going to get signed up to be a swashbuckler. That's true. In a movie or a TV show, you know, I'm sure up to that point it was always the Japanese guy. You know, it was always that guy, right? Military Japanese guy or whatever. You know, this and that. So it was like, here's my opportunity to live out of fantasy. I guess he was like, I read that he was going a little nuts with that sword. <laughs> yeah, he was like attacking, jumping out at people and stuff, and they like threatened. The producers and stuff like never give him a sword ever. It'd be funny if those again. those takes that they took was he didn't even know the camera was rolling that he was just going for it right. and they kept the footage <laughs> and, and put it in the episode. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess he actually like poked a couple people that were not happy about it. They were like, "Get that fucking sword out of his hand." <laughs> he's taking this way too seriously. He thinks he's fucking D'Artagnan, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, that was when I was, again, because every episode, folks, I'm going to bring this up because I saw all these when I was a young child, when I was a child, <laughs> um, loved this episode as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it was so fun getting to see everybody act out of character um, and then mixed with the whole drama about the ship losing, uh, uh, losing its orbit and yeah. everything because people aren't maintaining the ship and the planet and, is shrinking and that's, plan- that was cool right man. exactly and then basically uh kirk basically discovers or figure he and scotty figure out a way to uh go back and change, <laughs> be able to travel time right was like, it like a cold start or something it was yeah it was sort of like they they mixed like Matter and antimatter, yeah. and it's a big no no in, in a cold state. That's it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And somehow that that makes them go back in time. Seventy one hours. Yeah. <laughs> when they could have just used the portal in Vito's backyard, or at the least the portal over on Avenue K in Hegwish. <laughs> you know, that one will take you back to nineteen seventy eight. Just don't even, don't worry about it, folks. It's, we talk about it in another podcast. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I mean that too, you know, all all the things. It established, again, back to Spock again, it established the whole thing of Chapel kind of secretly, Nurse Chapel sort of secretly crushing on it, harboring hard. this love and, you know, thing mm-hmm. for Spock and everything. And man, everybody loved Spock. Uhura. Yeah. You know, they kind of touch on that, Uhura and Spock and Chapel and Spock. And you know why? Because he wasn't interested in any of them. <laughs> and that's that usually right? how it works, <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. It's like you got this ship full of horny and able guys, but the one dude that's all like dark and goth and shit and is, or whatever <laughs> is, you know, <laughs> tall, dark and mysterious and, and un- unwilling. And that's the one that's like, but I want him so bad. 
can change him. I can change him. <laughs> I can turn him. Oh. With my love, everything is possible. Mm-hmm. Or Don't you just have it. to have Nurse Chapel's dirty ass space booze hands <laughs> yeah. and rub it on his palms, and there you go. <laughs> You got through. You got through to him. He broke down to a blubbering mess. (laughs) That's what chicks do. So is Nurse Chapel the original space milf? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Unless you count. uh, Unless you count. uh, What's her face from uh, the original Lost in Space? uh, Will Will uh, Robinson's mom. Oh. Mm -hmm. Trying to think what she looks like. She's like. Sight. Just I sight. Yeah. yeah, she's I. You know. I was never into her. When I was a kid, I looked at her like, you know, she was old. She was a mom. You yeah. know what I mean? So but, but yeah, she was okay. Oh, lost in space, that's a whole that's a whole other thing, man. Um, you guys need to see the Netflix one. Yeah, I've Dude. heard about it. Yeah. I've heard about it. Fucking that. awesome. Yeah, I do really need good. to see that. Well, we'll have to save that, watch that, because, I mean, we're going to be talking about more sci-fi. Not like we're going to be talking about sci-fi much in the future on this show or anything, you know. <laughs> we're not into that at all. We don't, we don't talk much about sci-fi on here. It's only like 85% of everything we talk about <laughs> is something sci-fi related, you know. And then the rest is like Stephen King or superheroes, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> we like what we like. <laughs> and it's good. Judge, don't judge. We really don't care. Yeah, we don't. We're still going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um yeah, we already got kind of uh we already got Vito's take on it that it's his favorite up to this point. How about you, Meg? Like where would this rank for you? Oh, man. Um it might What? Say it. Say it. Say it. I don't know. So much pressure. Um, I think I'm gonna make it number two. Add a girl. (laughs) Cage is still number one. I think so. Think so. Yeah, I'm having a hard time if it's which they need a switch or not. Depends on my mood for the day. (laughs) But as of right now, I think I'm gonna go with number two. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's it's Maybe. number it's number two for me, because copycat. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're. I'm sorry, you're copying off of me. You just you just you just Didn't die. Know no, no, you're just you're just copying off of me, bro. All right. You you want to take this outside? You want to cool your shit? Really? We can do this now. Just yeah. Cool this your... happens all the time backstage, guys. <laughs> it leaks over in the fucking show constantly. No, in all seriousness, um. Here's what I was going to say for me, because I love cage so much and everything, this would be number two. However, for somebody to say, at least in the context of these five episodes, if you or any him, anybody to say, no, this is number one. I don't blame you. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I have a particular love for the cage because mm-hmm. like I talked about in old episodes, menagerie was my, my first trek. It was my, it's my favorite. So, and I love Pike so much and everything. But if I took that out of the equation, if I said, okay, the cage is something yeah. separate yeah. because it's, it's not its really an episode, yeah. right? It's on its own. 
then yeah, this is this is number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be so for me. It'd be Cage technically, mm-hmm. kind of almost. I'll, I'll even say it's maybe tied. Tied, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, say it's I'll tied right now. Tied for first is Cage, and Naked Time. Number two would be Man Trap. Yes. Number three is Where No Man's Gone Before, yes. and then last and certainly least is as always. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie X, <laughs> Charlie next, <laughs> <laughs> fucking unibrow. Are you Ariana Grande now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can we just talk about how awesome Navigator Riley is in this episode, <laughs> dude? He's a fucking gem. Where he's singing over the intercom and Kirk is like yelling at a whore to shut him up. She goes, don't you fucking think I'd shut him up if I knew? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's like, oh my God, not again. And the way he just like frolics around the ship and when he gets to the doors that open, he goes, and he just, dude, holy fuck, that that was awesome. I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, from every door I go in that slides open, I'm totally doing that. I don't care who sees me. Elevator? Yeah. You'll be walking into... Jewel Osco yeah. and you're gonna be- <laughs> That's awesome. Dude. I'm gonna remind you, you need to do that before you go out. That's funny. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Every everybody, the acting, it's over the top, but it, in a great way. Yeah, you know, I had a, a grin on my face the entire time during this during this episode, man. And that's what, like, to me, what some of the best Trek episodes, old Trek especially, you know, episodes should be about, you know. It's like watching episodes that are just bad, but so good, like Arena. Mm-hmm. Like when we get to that with the Gorn. The Gorn, oh yeah. Dude, dude that that um, musicless <laughs> one that you sent. Did you guys watch that? Holy fuck. <clears throat> Did you watch it? I watched it. What was wrong with it? It was hilarious. Dude, when he does that whistle before it throws the boulder down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so That noisy good. made you just... <laughs> 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 and, then and then they just show him laying under that boulder and Kirk's just like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. But whoever made that one... Was a, You're whoever, a fucking genius. Whoever you are that made that musicless... Music video clip of of a arena from Star Trek. You're 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 our hero. Man. Contact yeah. us, please. Yeah, maybe I'll fight. Think yeah, we should. Uh, we'll have to add that like a link to that. Yeah, for people to check out. So they're like, what are they talking about? It's it's great. It's so hilarious, and not having the music and everything just makes it even. Just shows it just emphasizes how bad, how bad it, is. it is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's the kind of episode where you you have a grin on your face yeah. face through the whole thing. Whether it's because parts are cool or just so stupid or just so you know over the top, over the top. Yeah, to me, that's the best original Trek stuff. You know, I mean, there's some episodes that are that are genuinely like moving. You know, that are emotional and everything. But most of it, it's it's yeah. <laughs> Pure entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. The next episode has some of that too that yeah. we're going to talk about. Yeah, the it's, Enemy it's Within. Really good. Oh, boy. I think that's going to be up there too. 
the shat goes where nobody's gone before with that performance, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, the enemy within is going to be. Yeah, wait till you watch all that one, dude. Oh, it's boy. a transport accident episode, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I love me transport accident episodes, dude. <laughs> oh, you're gonna like this one. <laughs> Seriously, like he's. Oh man, he he he's does over the top. Oh. It's it is over the, over top, the top, but acting, it's but, but it's, it's great. Good. But it's great yeah. though. Like it it needed to be. It's a con okay kind of performance okay. but through the but not whereas that whole like wrath of con, con yeah it's just one moment it's, the it's like that through the whole awesome. episode man <laughs> yeah now i can't wait oh yeah you're gonna dig this episode i i promise yeah. you so but anyway i mean anything else you guys want to say about naked time before we move on uh no i think no. that's all i got I think yeah. covered its greatness. Yeah, we did cover its greatness. If any of you haven't seen it or you haven't watched it in a while, go back and watch it because it's a good one. It's it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining and uh, a lot of great performances. So, again, we'll be back next week with even more of their great performances. I can't wait till Vito. I can't wait to see what Vito's got to say about <laughs> it because there's there's some there's some laugh out loud moments in it, but yeah. but in a in a good way. God damn, this is crazy. <laughs> so anyway, from Geeking Poetic, Trekking Poetic, a Trek respective. We are saying farewell, good day, good night, and uh As always, like, share, comment. Man, that motherfucking bell. Ring-a-ding-ding. Motherfucker. <laughs> Take ring, your flip a hand. Ring-a-ding-ding-ding-ding. Oh. Ring-a-ding, right, 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 right. Okay, I got it. Oh, wait, got no, it. I don't, I don't oh, have it. No, don't have no, it. Okay. Nope. All right. Oh, my God. That's so freaking hard. <laughs> we got like 75 more episodes for her to get this right, folks. I can't hold it. <laughs> all right. Give it all she's got, Captain. <laughs> with that we say peace out y'all this communication has ended